and welcome to Jesus and Juliet. Today I am all by myself. Um, so you're either going to love that or you're going to hate it because it's not as funny. Um, I will try to be my funniest when talking about um, content of plays. Yay. Uh, so the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I think it's on the forefront of most directors' minds when they work for a Christian school and you know, they're trying to choose shows, um, and, you know, maybe they're wanting a drama and they're wanting something that, um, has a lot of what I like to call meat to it. Um, there's depth there, but they're kind of obviously battling, you know, what are parents going to say? What are, um, my administrators going to say? And so I wanted to kind of give my own opinion slash, experience with that and um, and just talk about that a little bit. So um, when I first started at the school that I currently teach at, which I'm not sure if I've said the name, I don't know if I'm supposed to, I don't know, but I teach at a classical Christian school in Austin, Texas, and I started teaching there in, I don't remember, I think it was 2011. I feel like I always say the years wrong. There's just been so many. I started teaching there as a fifth, sixth theater teacher, which was not at all my wheelhouse. Previous to that, I had taught, or I wouldn't say that I taught. I had directed shows at a high school, a public high school. Um, I had directed shows in community theater, you know, with adults. So a lot of my experience, and then before that, was obviously doing some extra work, um, and which I think I've talked about before, and and then teaching, you know, directing college students whenever I was in college. So that is kind of my experience. So when I got to this particular school, and I was supposed to be teaching fifth, sixth theater, and really the only reason I took the job was because I really wanted to get into um, directing or get back into directing, and that is what they were hiring for. So I was like, sure, I can do this. So, um, yeah, my first day was a little daunting. I was very, very nervous. I just remember being super nervous. And, um, and I picked this show, or actually I think this show was picked for me because I didn't really know a whole lot of shows for fifth, sixth graders. Um, I didn't have, you know, any really experience with that age. So I, was given the show called Magic Flute, and I cannot remember who the, this particular show is written by, but obviously it's based on an opera um, called The Magic Flute, and it, you know, it was an okay show. It was a kid show, so, you know, it was just very silly and kid-like, and, um, but I was going to roll with it, and I remember the end was, and I've told the story to so many people, so, but I don't think I've said it on here, um, because, you know, this is only like my fifth podcast. Um, so I, I'm just so bad at uploading and I'm so bad at editing because I've actually filmed two other podcasts, but for some reason I, I'm just, I don't know. I start to second guess the content. So Anyway, um, so we are doing this show, and in the end, the um, 
Queen of the Night. I think Lily played this when she was younger. Um, all right, I know she did, but I think she talked about it. But, you know, the Queen of the Night kind of comes back and has this final say, or this final like, ha, 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 just wait, you know, I'll be back kind of moment. And I remember that my um, boss or supervisor who no longer works at the school, she hasn't worked there in forever, um, she made me cut it. And I remember that moment. That was the moment. Like, I think that day I came home and I said, I cannot work at this school. Like, I just can't. They made me cut this the silliest thing. Um, this is not real life. It doesn't always end happy-go-lucky. Um, and I probably wasn't taking into account that this was fifth, sixth grade. But still, like, it really, really bothered me. So I... I don't know. So anyway, I just was feeling like this is not going to be for me. I thought that I could teach at a Christian school like I am Christian, but it did not just, it didn't jive well. So anyway, I ended up having to cut that last little bit. Um, silliest thing. Had a great time. Had a great time with the kids. So I did stay. And the following year, I directed Metamorphoses. I obviously cut some of the stuff out of there. Um, I can't remember everything that is in Metamorphoses, but I believe there was maybe incest or something like that. There was there was some stuff, and so I needed to cut it, obviously. And then um, and then I moved into working with high school students, and and so I was still kind of trying to at that point grasp like what is okay and what is not okay. And I think that's every teacher when you start to work at a Christian school is there's this fear or something or this this thing that where you feel like everything needs to be um, perfect and and godly and you know um, religious and I don't know how to describe it but just you know it's I I, I always for for the longest time kind of felt like I didn't even belong at that school. Um, and it's not anything that the school did in reality. It was all just kind of my own preconceived notions. And so so when I had to choose my first show for my high school students, because I had then moved into um, teaching um, what we call the School of Rhetoric, which is ninth through 12th grade, um, the, the person who was teaching them, who was also my supervisor, she ended up leaving. So I had to pick, pick a show. And, um, I said this before I picked enemy of the people or no, maybe I didn't say it. I don't know what I said. I picked enemy of the people by Henrik Ibsen and that show, it's a great show. It has a great lesson in it. It's, um, it's, it's a good show, but it's, it's, there's nothing really bad that I had to cut out. You know what I mean? There's arguing (laughs) like it's not, um, there was nothing, you know, bad that I needed to cut in comparison to shows that I've done recently where it's been like slash them, you know? So, so I was just trying to kind of feel my way through. Um, and, and that's what's kind of started it off. And so every year I got a little more, you know, a little more edgy, a little more edgy. Um, but I think the shows were always done really well. And I, I was very picky about what was put in them. Um, and so, you know, for our school, we have what's called a content appropriateness policy. And one of the things that, that, uh, it talks about is it talks about 
the um, the beauty and truth that you can see in in fallen um, and objectionable humanity, like the aspects of, of sinful humanity. And one of the things it says is such art may be deemed good because it shows the emptiness, worthlessness, and unfulfilling nature of sinful acts, as well as depicts or points towards redemption from depravity. And so that's what I really try to to stick to when I'm when I'm cutting a show or I'm choosing a show. Um, you know, there's shows where they are drunk and they're laughing. Um, Tempest is a great example. The 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 guys who are on the ship and and they're like having a good time and you know we kind of tend to tone that down a little bit. I I don't even I I think I just don't mention that they're they've been drinking or that they're drunk. I just you know they're a little happy and crazy. Um, and so that's kind of what we what what I've done in those kind of instances. Um, if it's necessary to the plot, but I you know and it's something small like that. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to go into, or just kind of some points that I wanted to make, was that dark doesn't mean it's unchristian-like. So just like what I read, um, just because there's a show and it has some dark aspects to it and and some just heartbreaking situations, that does not mean that it's not a Christian show or that it shouldn't be done in um, in a Christian environment. It's... That's that's the absolute opposite of what we should be doing, in my opinion. If it's a show that is kind of celebrating those bad things, then then obviously you should not do that show. But if it's something where in the end, like you can see that that something happens, you know what I mean? That they are punished for whatever sinful thing they did or that they come into the light because of that sinful thing, then I think that that is a show worth doing. Because in reality, when our students leave our our comfort of our little Christian bubble and, and those students who choose to go into theater, they are going to get exposed to all sorts of things. Um, and so it, in my opinion, I don't think that we should shelter them. The other thing is, is that when you're reading a show, just because something bad happens, that doesn't mean that that thing is what carries the show. So you, things can be cut. I don't know if there's like purists out there who feel like, you know, you shouldn't cut stuff. Of course, if my students are doing a show and you know, they should, they should memorize the lines that are written there. And and that's really important. I know I've seen that on some groups where it's like, you know, you shouldn't change lines and you shouldn't do this. Um, and we don't, unless it's for competition and we're trying to, um, cut our show down to 40 minutes. So within a show, if there's something that happens and it doesn't carry the show, then you can cut it and you can still do that show. So, um, I mentioned this show before, but in front there was a, um, I, and now I cannot remember whether she had the abortion or whether she, I don't remember what happened, but in any rate, she was, she had gotten pregnant, I think, and she had had an abortion. Well, that really didn't pertain to the, the main theme of the show, um, and, you know, the, the, the show was centered around these women who were working at a, 
um, factory building bombs for the war and, you know, them versus the people that they worked for versus their own morality and whether that was right or wrong and, and then them losing their spouses and their kids to, or their boys, their sons. Um, that is the premise. That's what the show is about. This little offshoot here of this girl, you know, ended up having an abortion or whatever, that, that, yes, that's important. And if I was doing the full show, not necessarily at my school, I probably would leave that in because that's just what you should do. But in where I am now, you know, at a Christian school, trying to also cut a show down to 40 minutes because it is for competition, I'm going to cut that out. So, um... That doesn't carry the show. So so I think for whatever reason, it feels like a lot of directors will read a show. And when something like that happens, they're immediately like, eh, can't do this show. It's got this in it. Um, and so don't think that because you probably could do that show if you just cut that out. It'll be fine. Cut it out. You'll be able to do it. Um, I also realized that I think competition shows are only a Texas thing, which is so crazy to me. Because Texas must just be really competitive. Um, because when I was buying the rights to um, the show that we're currently doing, Hollywood Arms, they they had special rules for the Texas competition. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do no other schools like states do competition shows? Because they're so much fun. Why wouldn't you do them? Um, okay, so the other thing about picking a show that is um, maybe darker in content and, but something that you feel is important to show to your school is to make sure that you put emphasis on emotions and relationships, because that is really the, um, the heart of a show like that. It's the relationships that they have with each other. So emotions and relationships are key because that's what takes a show from just being in something that's edgy that a director wants to show off in, um, you know, to uh, something that is glorifying to God, where we as humans can relate to these people and we can see ourselves in them and then in turn we can learn a lesson from the show. If we aren't seeing ourselves in the actors, then, then there is, sorry, I just touched the mic. Then there is not going to be anything that we're going to get from that show, which means that it's, even though you may have cut out all the bad stuff and you may have, um, you know, it's rainbows and lilies, then we're not, that doesn't mean that it's glorifying to God because we're not getting anything from it. We're not learning. Um, it's just there, you know, and I think the other thing that needs to be mentioned is um, is how easily you can fall into worshiping a show as an idol or a character as an idol. And so oftentimes when we are doing a show and it becomes everything, right? And it becomes your world and you're working on it all the time and it's, it's you know, it's what you do. It's what is on the forefront of your mind. And I think that that's totally okay. But in the sense of like when we do a show to go to competition um, and that show becomes 
you know, the be all end all, like it's, it becomes an idol. And, and so I, I really need to, something that I need to work on personally is not making it that. And so trying to find the line between this is important and it's, um, it's an important that we do this show, but why are we doing this show? Are we doing this show because of competition? Or are we doing this show because it's glorifying to God? And, and we really feel like there's a strong message in it that we want to share with the school. So I'm going to go ahead and end here. Um, I don't want to talk for 40 minutes just by myself. I feel like that would be kind of boring to listen to. But um, so we're going to stop here. I just wanted to share a few things um, with you if you are choosing shows or thinking about content for shows. But I hope this helps and I hope that y'all have a wonderful day. 